Welcome to Girl Wide Podcast. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Terry. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, girl. So I wanted to wish a happy birthday to some celebrities, you know, as we do. Happy mm-hmm. birthday, Kanye West. Happy birthday, Kanye. Happy birthday, R.I.P. Joan Rivers. R.I.P. Joan, happy birthday. And there's like one other person, but she's kind of irrelevant, so I I don't know if we should even bring her up. But happy birthday, Vanessa. You're dead to me. But thank you. Another year. Hashtag blessed. Thankful. Got to spend it with my family, friends, those that love me. So happy. How was your week and weekend? So it was all good. We are in whatever phase of this Corona shit where they let like a lot of people come back into the building, you know? I do now. Not me, thankfully. (laughs) But to let you back in the building, they have to check your temperature. And you have to actually log it into like a Office 365 app every day. So they lock like the doors closed and there's a line of people to get in there. And then slowly they let you in. And they ask the same. Yeah, one by one. And then mm-hmm. they take this thermometer and hold it to your head, and it looks like it's a fucking gun. It looks like you're being held at gunpoint. I know. I saw photos on our social media, and <laughs> the one person that they were, they shot they took the photo of literally looked like that, like they were holding a gun to the, to yeah. the head. <laughs> yep. And then, and then like they, a they drill you while they're at it. Like they don't just hold it there and take your temperature. They say, "Have you been exposed to COVID?" Do you know anyone exposed to COVID? Every day they ask me these same questions. I'm like, no, nope. And then I start laughing with my mask on because I'm like, how many times are y'all going to ask me this? Mind you, I've been in the office the whole freaking time. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> no. Like, I go through the special door. I've been here. Yeah, I- I've been here this whole time. So y'all make me put this mask on. And then you're going to hold a thermometer gun to my head. But I do think it's pretty cool how thermometers have become so advanced. Like, I thought they were going to have to shove it at people's butts. Oh, but it lovely. Is here, like, I, I thought we were going to have a whole doctor's bands of, like, thermometers under the tongue. Nope, they hold it to your head. But I don't think it works because my temperature has been really low. So I, I think I'm either dead or fucking dead inside. <laughs> I don't know. It's been low, like, the last couple days. I, I'm, like depleting so the new normal is you're getting your thermometer taken daily now at work yeah with your mask on one by one that's the new normal girl as you sit at your house Mm -hmm. and the air conditioning yes it's wonderful i love it what else anything else going on with you i'm just ready to come and get on my bike and ride it did your peloton arrive I was literally just going to say, well, you can't ride shit because it hasn't arrived. It'll probably arrive. I'm convinced it's going to get here like probably 2026 at this point. I haven't even received an email with like an update at this point. It's just like, yeah, you'll get it when you get it and be happy. Uh, Uh You know why that's bullshit? When I was in Jacksonville for Memorial Day weekend, they are opening a Peloton store at the town center. So it's obviously like they have so much money. That, like, they're putting Peloton stores in malls, like, kind of, like, how Tesla does. But I'm like, damn, Mm -hmm. you had already ordered yours at this point. And I'm like, Vanessa still hasn't got her fucking Peloton. Well, clearly at the very bottom of the list. 
They are ordering new retail shops to put the Pelotons in to not ship them out. So you know what? Shame on y'all. Like I said, I'll probably get it in 2026. <laughs> Lord. Uh, yeah, so my Peloton hasn't come. So that means I've been forced to continue to just binge on Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> I have... My recommendation, by the way. Yes, and it's a great one. I love it. I'm obsessed. Ricardo pretends that he hates it, but secretly I'm pretty sure he likes it too. Because like he like you know how the guys do like oh, they're yeah. like in the kitchen like they're not watching but they're like watching and then he'll and like then come back comment. like yeah like oh she's she's doing this now or oh this one's doing excuse me I thought you didn't like this show but it's fine I love it I'm obsessed and like I told you earlier off uh, recording but I'll I'll share with everybody because I'm not ashamed you were right Portia has definitely grown on me. Um, you were also right. She goes through a divorce. I didn't know that. Cause again, I don't, I never kept up with any of the ladies from the shows either. So she is in the process of her divorce now. So I'm sure the whole other drama that you were kind of telling me about in the last episode, I'm sure I'll catch up with, but yeah, she's definitely grown on me. I love her. She's a sweet girl, not the brightest of the bunch, but she's got a good heart. You can tell good, nice Georgia Southern peach heart. So I do like that. Kenya, she Ooh. still annoys me. Nope. I don't think she's ever going to grow on me, honey. She, she is just much. Yeah, she is just too, too much for me. And, you know, I like people that do the most, but she does the most, 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 most. So, eh, we'll see about her. I'm actually, I'm super excited for you to finish with Atlanta, get all caught up, just so you can get on that Jersey train. That's next. Yeah, yes. that's literally my plan. I'm on season six of Atlanta right now. So I have like half, like another six to go, I think, to be caught up. And then I'll start Jersey. But I want to get caught up with them so that like once the new season start like live, I'm live like with all of you housewife bitches. I know. Talk housewife shit. I've been missing out on this movement. We have a friend that we lunch with and she'd be like, oh, yeah, y'all and your housewife shit. And that would be like, what well, we would talk about half the lunch because I'm like, well, damn, there's Beverly Hills. There's Atlanta. There's Dallas. There's I was sleeping on all of that. There's so much shit to catch up on. But, and you know, it's so lame now. It's like I want to talk about it. But like, obviously, I'm like so behind. So like all the exciting stuff is real old for everybody else. Yeah. So I can't wait to get to the point where I can be like. Terry, did you see what Nini did? Yeah. Did you see so-and-so? But, like, where it actually makes sense because it's not four years ago. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't do it now. They'd be like, damn, I heard that back in 2012. Unless they Correct. You know. So I just keep my, my stuff to myself right now. But I'm going to get there, ladies. And right. you know me, girl. When I get into my shows, can't tell me nothing. So what I wanted to ask you about, tell I know me. you're really passionate about it. How are merch but got I delivered was, i'm actually looking at it as we speak it's beautiful i have my girl wide tank top on i don't I know if you noticed um i love it i'm happy with it i'm very very happy with it and yeah. to catch everybody up we ordered men's shirts women's tank tops and women's, women's like v-neck like shirts super fucking cute i think i'm gonna mm-hmm. wear mine every day of my life me but too the delivery was a little like unsettling so i want to make a disclaimer because it's not the company who made the shirts for us fault she was the sweetest so i'm not trying to throw them under the bus like that but these ups people are brutal okay so <laughs> my husband comes i knew it was being shipped but i didn't realize it had shipped and it was at my house so my husband comes upstairs with like all these packages you know i'm like any other woman i love seeing boxes i'm like ooh, what did we get and there's a big box and i'm like what the hell is that and so 
he's like, oh, it says Girl Y on it. I was like, oh, excuse me. That's for me. Thank you. So I opened up the box. It's a big box. And there's shirts. Right away on top, I can see that there's dirt in the shirts. And I'm like, the hell? Excuse me? And so then I start, like, going through the shirts. And, like, what I think happened, and, again, I don't know, is that um, the UPS guy dropped the box, stepped on it, maybe, like, fucking walked all over it, and then, like, taped it back up and then, like, gave it to me. Because, like, even now I'm looking at it, like, no, no, let me be clear. They're not all, like, messed up. It's just, like, the ones that were on the outside. You know what I mean? Like, because the way they fold them. So everything in the middle is perfectly fine. But, like, the black shirt on the outside, and thank God it was for the men's shirts that really got messed up. The ladies were good to go. And it was only, like I said, it's really the one black shirt, and it's on the outside folded within all the other ones. But, like, there was legit, like, footprints on them. So yeah. I was not happy about that. But it's fine. We're going to work it all out. We're getting them all dry cleaned, pressed, ready to go, because I would never send anything out that's that perfect quality. That just wasn't her knee-jerk reaction, and that's why it was so funny, because you're like, well, I actually just ordered skims, and they didn't come with dirt on them they so. did it <laughs> i was i'm not gonna lie i in the, now post the moment it's been like what two days a day i'm over it in the moment well yeah you spend a lot of money on this stuff we spent a lot of money on it we spent time designing it putting it together going back and forth in emails we're excited about it we want to share it with everybody so yes yeah, so it is a little bit of a disappointment when you open your box especially when it's like something brand new like if i'm buying like something yeah. used then it's used and you, know, you get the quality that you get. But like when I'm buying new things and new items and I'm excited about it and I'm excited for us, for all of our followers and listeners. Yeah. I don't want shoe prints on it. Yeah, you don't like, I don't want to say, Hey, up. follower, here's your shoe print tank top. You're welcome. You get an extra free shoe print with the shirt. Like, <laughs> no. So but- Vanessa asked me to call and I said, well, I didn't get the box. Like, I don't have the passion that you have. I didn't mm-hmm. feel the dirt. I didn't feel the dirt. Shadow. She ain't calling nobody. Put me and, to look bad. Yeah, but I, but like at this point, I'm like, damn, do I even know you? You might have fucking thrown that box off the balcony for all I know. And you want me to call and sound like an asshole. Well, again, when you spend your hard earned money and, you know, this is it's our money that we're putting into, which is fine. I'm happy to do it. But yes, when I receive something that's brand new. Like I said, I expect a certain quality. I don't blame you. Am I wrong? No. But I will say the woman that I work with. I'm sorry. They made it right. They made it beyond right. And it wasn't her fault. I don't believe this company has been in business for a long time. I don't believe that they would send out uh, clothes items with shoe prints on them. And I, you know, and I told her that, but check your UPS driver, honey, because this is unacceptable. So somebody don't like you. I, you know, I'm not going to use that foul language. I don't care who doesn't like me. Whatever. Get in the issue. Correct. No, you know. Oh, her. They don't like her. Yeah. I mean, oh. somebody doesn't like that company. Who ripping open boxes and stopping on them? Yeah, no, never happened to me before. It never happened to me before with ordering anything. But tomorrow I'm off, so I'm going to do the right kind thing for our girl Y, and. Um, I'm going to bring them to, oh, matter of fact, are we still doing lunch tomorrow? I hope so. Because what I was thinking of doing, this kind of off topic, guys, and you guys probably don't care, but whatever. Um, there's that Tide uh, dry cleaner right by work right there on Congress. I was thinking of dropping all the shirts off there so you can pick them up later. 
and then we'll go and have some lunch together. I'll meet yeah. you for lunch. Okay, it's a date. So, got so ladies and gents, your shirts will be all cleaned, ready to go. We are going to start giving them away probably in the next two weeks. And the reason why we're holding off is because presentation is key, very important to Terry and myself. So we got the shirts. We already know how we want to package them and everything, but we're going to work on that the following weekend. And once we do, uh, we will announce on social media how you can win your shirt. They're all going to be free. So don't freak out, people. We're not charging you for any merch. We just want to get our merch out there, get our name out there. So everybody has a chance to get a shirt. We have so many of them. We want to give them away. So just look out for those posts coming in the next, like, I would say a week or two, right? Yeah, we just we just got to give them away to all of our cheap uh, friends and family members first. Oh, no. Actually, I was going <laughs> through the list last night. I don't know if you noticed. We share a drive together, Terry and I. I don't know if you looked. But I started working on the list. And as I'm, like, putting names and then I'm embracing them because these are for our followers. Okay. You know? Well, they are pretty cute. I can't wait to get mine. <laughs> you get. I already put yours to the side. Don't worry. All righty. So what are we talking about? All right. So on this week's episode, the first topic that I want to get into, which I know is a very serious topic. We talked about it on last week's episode. We posted about it on our social media throughout the week. Um, George Floyd. It's obviously a huge topic that's being talked about on the news, the radio, pod, other podcasts like us. Um, basically anywhere people are talking and there's somewhere to be heard down, literally walking down the street, you're hearing about it. It's everywhere. Um, so again, we kind of want to talk about it as well. This past Tuesday on June 2nd, there was a hashtag blackout Tuesday on social media. For those that don't know what that was, it was basically a way for the world to pause and stand in solidarity for the, for black lives, black lives matter which is the cause that everybody is right now protesting about, writing about. We obviously saw a huge response leading up to it. We still are today. People are, you know, I don't think this is going to go away anytime soon, which I think is great. Um, Some of the big players like Netflix, TikTok, AT&T, Amazon, Fox, they all took to their social media platform to uh, to proclaim their support. Netflix actually tweeted, which I was... Hey, round of applause for Netflix. I, I like to see things like this. Uh, they said, to be silent is to be complicit. Black lives matter. We have a platform and we have a duty to our Black members, employees, creators, and talent to speak up. Um, a lot of other stars have also taken to their platform, which I actually have a lot of these here. I want to kind of go through them. I apologize if you guys find it long and boring. But again, I think it's important. So I'm going to have Terry read some of them. I'm going to read some of them. And then I think we're just going to kind of talk about it. And, you know, Terry and I have learned a lot just in this last week. I know I've learned a lot. A lot of people don't know because if you follow us on social media, we only post our content. We don't post. It's not about Terry and I. It's about our podcast. So a lot of people don't know or, you know, you may or may not know. I don't know. But Terry is white and I'm half black and half Cuban. So we are a mixed biracial podcast. So I felt and she felt that it was important to, you know, we want to keep up with this topic because just like the world, we're even nervous talking about it sometimes because you don't want to say things that are going to hurt people's feelings. You don't sometimes your message, even though you're trying to say it one way or you mean it one way, it comes out another way. So her and I both feel that it's important that we talk about those things that we, 
you know, we're learning like everybody else. So go ahead if you want to start reading some of the ones that we uh, pulled to the side. That was a lot. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, of course, have to start with the queen, Beyonce. My girl. My Virgo queen. Mm-hmm. So she said in a powerful message, she encouraged her fans to continue raising their voices. And she said, we need justice for George Floyd. We all witnessed his murder in broad daylight. We're broken and we're disgusted. We can't normalize this pain. I'm not only speaking to people of color. If you're white, black, brown, or anything in between, I'm sure you feel hopeless by the racism going on in America right now. There have been too many times that we've seen violent killings and no consequences. Yes, somebody's been charged, but justice is far from being achieved. So please sign a petition and continue to pray for peace, love, and compassion for our country. So I know that you had signed the petition if you want to if you want to tell them a little bit more about that. So yeah, so the petition, which again, if you're on social media anywhere um, or just online, it's the change.org petition and it's it's basically calling for change. It's calling um, to have these people charged with the murder of George Floyd, which actually has happened at this point. But charges don't always stick. So this doesn't mean that okay, now they got charged, let's all just go back inside and you know, wait for their day in court because charges, as we all know, don't always stick. Um, but that is the main purpose of this change is exactly that we need change. So or I'm sorry, that's the main purpose of this petition is we need change. Uh, so I signed it. I've been sending it to people. I know you signed it. So send it to everybody, you know, because yeah. obviously we need change. But go ahead. I, I know we have a f- quite a few more. Yeah, I know. It's we have a lot to talk about on this. Yeah, <laughs> we got a lot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I figured we'd get through all of these. And then, yeah, Terry and I, I think both have a lot to say on this topic. So go ahead. So from our second queen, Jennifer Lopez, she posted on Instagram a photo with Martin Luther King. And she started with, I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. She said, my beautiful friends, this is a matter of humanity, of goodness and basic human kindness and decency. My heart is breaking. So many people are hurting right now. How can anyone say that they love this country and not do something when they see lives cut short beneath the, because of the color of their skin? We need to erase the fear and hatred that exists, not erase the people. We are all God's children. We need to love, appreciate all the beautiful things that every individual person is. There are more of us who live a life in, of, of love and acceptance than those who live in rage and hate. Do not let the angry and hateful win. Say something. Do something. Let's build bridges and not burn them. We have lost our way these past few years, but we can find it back. We need to speak up and we need to speak love every chance we get. We need to storm the polls in November and vote. We need change. Some things got to change. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yep. That was a mouthful. But yes, Queen Queen J-Lo, Queen Bay. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. So we also have one of them that stood out to Vanessa. It was Kendall Jenner. And she told me why before we started recording, which I thought was really was really cool, is that Kendall is obviously in the younger generation. 
I don't even know if she's a millennial or generation, whatever, but she's young and she's a definitely a white privileged American. So for her to say something like what I'm about to read was, was really, you know, inspiring to other people who of course look up to her because she has such mm-hmm. a great platform. Yep. So Kendall Jenner on her Instagram, she said to everyone reading this and to myself, keep researching, reading and educating yourself on how we can become better allies. I have been doing a lot of thinking these past few days and my heart has been so heavy. I'm angry. I'm hurt. Just like so many others. I will never personally understand the fear and pain that the black community goes through on a daily basis, but I know that nobody should have to live in constant fear. I acknowledge my white privilege and I promise that I will continue to educate myself on how I can help. Raging on platforms cannot be all that we do in order to repair a system. We need to take real action off of social media. This is a time to have those uncomfortable conversations with people and mainly with ourselves. We must also make sure that we're ready to vote when the time comes and elect the right people into office. The one truth that will always ring the loudest is that Black Lives Matter. Rest peacefully, George Floyd, and all of the victims of this horrible injustice. Her words, you know, again, the reason, like you said earlier, the reason I chose her Instagram statement is, yes, because she is young, but I love the words that she used where, you know, and I don't, the reason I'm only, I'm saying this now is because I don't want to forget it later as we get deeper into the discussion, but how many times have we seen where things like this happen and we get really loud about it and then it just quiets and we all scream on social media and we're all like, you know, black lives matter and this matters and hashtag this and hashtag that, which is great. But then a week goes by, two weeks go by, and then it's just back to normal. So I really respect her for realizing that and saying like, this has to go long beyond social media. This has to go way beyond our platforms. So I just, I really, it touched me. And it was something that, like I said, that I had to pull out because she is so young. And I just thought her words were very powerful. And yes, she is, she is white privileged at its finest. You know, she grew up in Calabasas her whole life, you know, but I would have to imagine that it does hit somewhat close to home because she does have black nieces and nephews. So I thought it was, I thought her words, you know, I think she was spot on for being a young 20 year old, you know, young in her twenties. I think her words were spot on. She was very classy. I I really like what she wrote. Me too. Um, We have another one from Adele. Yes. Um, I love Adele. She said, George Floyd's murder has sent shockwaves around the world. There are countless others that haven't. Protests and marches are happening all over the globe, all over the globe simultaneously and only gaining momentum. So be righteously angered, but be focused. Keep listening, keep asking, and keep learning. It's important we don't get disheartened, hijacked, or or manipulated right now. This is about systematic racism. This is about police violence, and it's about inequality. And this is only about America. This is this isn't only about America. Racism is alive and well everywhere. I wholeheartedly stand in solidarity with the fight for freedom, liberation, and justice. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Hashtag George Floyd. Hashtag Say Their Names. Again, another one. I loved her words. And another thing that I took out of hers was it's not just an America thing. This is a global issue, which, again, we'll touch on in a moment. George Clooney. 
he published for the Daily Beast, the Oscar winner wrote, there is little doubt that George Floyd was murdered. This is our pandemic. It infects all of us. And in 400 years, we've yet to find a vaccine. I mean, that couldn't have been said any better based on the times that we're in. I mean, yes, this has gone on far too long. We have one more. And then I have so many things I want to say. So go ahead. Yes. So this would surprise me because you you hear a lot of shitty things about Gwyneth Paltrow and the media. Some of them, I'm not sure if they're exaggerated. She doesn't have the best social presence, mm-hmm. but this kind of changed my tune on what I think about her. Mm-hmm. So she said, if you feel compelled to comment that all lives matter in response to this post and you're not a bot, which you probably are, nor an agent provocateur trying to create instability and division in our country, you might want to consider that you're reacting from a blind spot of white privilege. Saying all lives matter is a denial of how dangerous it is to simply live as a black person in America. All lives do not live in fear of getting killed simply because of the color of their skin. That one hit me the hardest. Um, and you know why. Um, this, this is what I kind of wanted to get into because we talked about it earlier. Because me and Terry were talking about it before we got on here and actually hit record. You know, this conversation, like we started earlier, it's 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 a very uncomfortable conversation for a lot of people to have. Because we don't want to say things to offend anybody. You know, I don't want to offend Terry. I don't want Terry to offend me. And obviously, we don't want to offend anybody who listens to us. And I will be the first to admit, like I said earlier, for those who knew or didn't know, I am a half black woman and a half Latino woman. So I get it. I'm a double minority. I'm a triple minority, as I've always said. I'm black first because when you walk into a room, they're going to see black first, then uh, Latino, and then I'm a woman. So I get it. I'm a minority in every which way you look at it. But I made a mistake this week earlier. Um, I think it was, what, Monday. I did a teaser for our episode for last week, which we talked about the George Floyd thing. And I did hashtag all lives matter. And the reason I chose to say all lives matter is not because black lives don't matter, but in the moment, which, again, this is kind of earlier on when things were you know, still picking up and whatnot, right. I was looking at it because I guess it's something that I struggle with personally where you know, I, I am black and I'm proud to be black, but I'm also Latin. So to me, I look at it like there's minorities. There are a lot of minorities that suffer inequality and things like that. But then as the week has gone on and I've read more things and I'm, I'm educating myself and learning, I understand now, and you know, no one said anything to us, you know, no one was offended or at least that I know of. And if you were, I apologize. Uh, by what we posted. And again, no one said anything or anything like that, but if you were, we apologize. But I was, as I read on this week and was educating myself, I understand why people are saying, yes, we get it. All lives matter. But her, you know, her words really struck me when she said, but all lives do not live in fear of getting killed simply because of the color of their skin. Yeah. that was- And that is kind of what struck me. So I, I get it. Now. I can't believe it came from Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm, Still shook by what she said because it explained it so perfectly. It really did. And it really made me realize why we are saying hashtag Black Lives Matter because it's Black men and women because of the color of their skin that are being targeted by with this injustice. 
So I, I'm learning, you know, and like I told you earlier, and I, I know, like I said, it's not an easy conversation to have. It, it makes people uncomfortable. And I guess that's the whole point is we have to become uncomfortable with it. Um, but I'm learning. And I learned something new this week. And that doesn't go to say that I still don't believe that all lives matter because I do. Uh, and I still stand by that. All lives matter. But I understand in this moment right now that we are in, Black lives matter. And Black lives are the ones that are facing this, in- this inequality. I think a, a lot of what I've seen on social media, though, is like you have to make people understand the movement. People like us who don't have a vindictive bone in our body to not mm-hmm. support justice. Like maybe people don't get it. Maybe you have to explain why, why you are, why it's Black Lives Matter and not all lives matter. Maybe mm-hmm. like that, like you, people need to be educated to stand up instead of saying, if you say all lives matter, then fuck you, which is a Correct. lot of what I've, I've seen on social media. So like, yep. like and look, I was going to say, and look at you and me, like I, I will speak just for me as a black woman. I needed to be educated. Yeah. You know, and I and I know that there's a lot more that I need to be educated on. I don't ever pretend to know or pretend to think that I know all the answers because honey, I don't. Yeah. And I probably never will. You know, and that's the whole point of life is you learn every day. But I just kind of wanted to touch on that just because again, I learned that this week where I get it now. It makes a lot of sense. And there was a huge outpour. I mean, we read a small, small handful of what uh, celebrities had to say and what they're doing. I mean, there were celebrities from like Oprah, Jay-Z, Celine Dion, Halsey, uh, Sierra, Post Malone, LeBron James, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, The Rock. I mean, you name it, they were, they're all, you know, on this movement right now, which is great to see. I mean, I personally think if you have a platform of that size, how can you not? Yeah. If I mean, look at us. We have the Yeah. Like we have a minuscule platform and I feel like it's important for us to say and speak about this. So, and again, we're like nobodies, (laughs) you know? So I think it's amazing to see these celebrities because yes, like you said earlier about uh, Kendall Jenner, people really follow celebrities and they really listen and look up to them. And I think it's great. Show the world that you stand by this movement, that you understand why Colin Kaepernick took a knee, why, you know, people are so outraged in this moment. Yeah. And I, I told you an example, like, because I get nervous to talk about this topic because I, I know that I am privileged and I know Mm -hmm. that I am white. So I feel like I'm going to, I'm scared that I'm going to say the wrong things. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't, I don't want to come off as a place of like ignorance when Mm -hmm. I myself am trying so hard to be genuine so I, like I told you, like on my way home from work today, like I, I can see it just by little experiences I've had over the years, like something as simple, stupid as I went to a movie theater and I was dating this guy that had roommates and he was like the like fun loving guy, Justin, like, oh, hey, hey, bud, do you want to come to movies with us? And he's like, well, what are you going to go see? And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I want to go see that movie. And his roommate was black. So we go to the movie theater and they said they asked to search my bag. And of course, I had a ton of snacks in there, which I always did. Like I had my Sour Patch Kids, my Whoppers. I think I even had like a whole slushy in that bag. But I had never been asked to be searched at the movies before. And suddenly now 
like one of the people that I'm with is a black man and I have to like show what's in the contents of my bag. And I said, well, I'm going to tell you right now, I went to the store and I have a bunch of snacks. And he said, ma'am, that's not what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. And it had never happened to me before. It's never happened to me since. So like, that's the fucking problem. If you're Mm -hmm. a black man and people are going to think that people that you are around are doing something wrong, that you're doing something wrong. That's, Mm -hmm. that is the problem. And that's why a social media post or, you know, laying down the law on an officer, it's not going to do anything because the 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 mentality isn't yep. changing. And that's say, until we change the mentality, we change nothing. Yes. And you can, I would think you could say as a white female, even though the racism maybe wasn't directed towards you, I would, I would imagine that that may have been a moment where you could see, you could feel that racism, even though it's not technically at you, but because you're all of a sudden with a black person. Now, like you said, I've never had my purse checked before or my bag or whatever. And all of a sudden now how convenient. And these are things that black people go through every day. Yeah. Men well, and women. Pissed. I got pissed. And I asked his, <laughs> I asked his roommate, who's like a good friend of mine. I was like, you know, I was ready to like swing. Like what the, like, mm-hmm. what did I do? I have never been searched. I go to movies all the time. And he's like, it's because you're with me. Get used to it. Like, it's it's fine. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, and it's sad. And and that has stuck with me. And I told you for like 10 years, I still think about it to this day because I always, you know me and my big ass totes. I look like I'm carrying a suitcase around anywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Only until I was standing next to a black man was I searched. Mm-hmm. And that that's sick kind of mentality that I feel like maybe it's installed. It's like in the corporate thought process now. I don't know. Like, Hey, black people steal. Like, I don't know. I, I don't you know, know. I think like you said, I think it's, you know, I always have believed and I will always continue to believe when you are born as a child, you are a blank canvas and you can be painted any which way you're, you know, whoever's raising you, whether it's a parent, aunt, uncle, whomever, grandmother, whatever, you paint them however you want to be paint you want to paint them. So I don't believe anybody is born racist. It's taught. No. It's it's I mean we've seen it time and time again with children who don't see color. All they see is little so and so that that's their friend and they want to play with. They don't care if he's like beyond to say black, blue, brown or anything else in the middle. You know what I mean? Um so yes, I don't think it's you know so much of hey, target all the black people. I think it's those specific people that have that mentality. And until you change the mentality of everybody, you're always going to experience that. Whether it's and, the, and then that's where you also get into the unfortunate part because obviously, like I said last week, I know all cops are not bad. I know all cops are not you know, out to get black people and kill them all. But unfortunately, you have your bad apples like you do in everything else. And until, like I said last week, until we start making an example out of people and we start making people face consequences for their behavior, we're going to continue to see what we see. So again, I mean, we spent a lot of time on this today and we may continue to talk about it. I, you know, I said last week originally, because I think it was because we were a little nervous to talk about it where, no, we are not a political podcast. However, we are not ignorant to what's going on in the world. And I definitely would never want to have a podcast where I am pretending that everything is hunky dory when there are so many things going on around us right now. I mean, there literally is not a whole lot going on in celebrity besides this right now, which is great. Um, so I cannot pretend and just, you know, slide past it and say, Oh, black lives matter and move on to 
you know, so-and-so in Hollywood, because it's just so important um, that we continue to talk about it. So we're going to continue to monitor this. We're going to continue to support this. Uh, we're going to continue to post about it, talk about it. We're going to continue to have these uncomfortable conversations, you know, Terry and myself, along with other people around us. Matter of fact, last point I want to bring up, I was talking to a coworker of ours earlier and he has daughters and I asked him and obviously he's white and it's not like the point, but I asked him and said, Hey, what are your kids saying about what's going on in the world? You know, he's like, you know, I have to talk to them about that. And he has split parenting and stuff like that. So he doesn't get them all the time. So that's besides the point. But, you know, I, I just think it's important that yes, we have those conversations. So I'm actually dying to see what mainly his older daughter, cause she's a little bit older. One of them is younger and probably doesn't, is not as aware because she is younger. So it's probably good, but I am curious to see what the kids are thinking. Cause I would imagine that it's gotta be scary to be a kid right now. It's gotta be really scary, you know, to, it's scary for me right now. What are you talking I'm about? I'm scared. I'm, you know, a, a young adult and I'm scared of just everything going on in the world. So I'm just curious how these children are dealing with it because between the corona and their school year being cut short and these riots going on everywhere and these protests and just everything. And I mean, I know that maybe kids are not sitting at five o'clock watching the five o'clock news, but kids are on the computers nowadays. They're on social media. They're seeing, I mean, Obviously, you scroll anytime you go on social media right now, you scroll just a little bit through your feed. You're seeing it. So I'm sure they are, too. So, yeah, I'm dying to see what he says, which I will definitely follow up with you guys next week, because I, I want to hear what the kid, how the kids are doing and what what they're feeling. And how are parents? I would like to know if anybody wants to share with us, how are parents handling this with their kids? Like, how are you having these conversations? Because they're hard. Say. Yeah, no, I know. And I let me tell you, like I said earlier, I don't have all the answers. I'm a, I don't have children. So it's more just a curiosity to me. I just, I, I wonder how these kids are dealing with it. But I think we touched on this a lot for this week. And I don't want to just talk about this because there are other things going on. Um, so I want have- to make it a little lighter because I, yeah. don't, like, I don't know about y'all. I feel very, very happy right now. Like, please, <laughs> we have a laugh. Holy shit. We are. We are going to move on to lighter things. Last thing I'm going to say is hashtag Black Lives Matter, and we support this. Next, we are moving along. All right. This topic I'm a little pumped about. Woo! Terry, does love not exist in America anymore? Shit, it might not. All right, girl. Girl, I haven't found it. I don't know. You tell me, bitch. I don't know, because... I know a lot of people watch the show 90 Day Fiance. It started back in January 2014. Since the start of that show, 40 couples have married. 11 of them have split. So their percentage right now is still better than our percentage here in America as far as the divorce rate. They're still doing better than we are, if you ask me. So I'm wondering, and for those of you who don't watch, 90 Day Fiance is a show where people find love in other parts of the world. So they do like the whole online dating. They meet them online and then they go bring or they bring the fian- the now fiance because they're usually engaged by that point or going to be engaged um, here to America. They date for 90 days and then they decide if they're going to get married or not. So my question, and now they have the other way too, which we'll talk about as well. They started the new, it's about two seasons in, 90 day the other way where now we have American people flying to other parts of the world, whether it's, you know, India, uh, Jerusalem, you know, wherever, whomever, to find love as well. So my question is, one, is love in America dead? Number one, have American women possibly become too independent? And maybe that's why men are going to find women across the globe. And 
are meant to, um, what did someone say? They are incredibly weak. And maybe that's why we're not <laughs> the world. I mean, I'm wondering because I don't know about you. I mean, I'm married, so obviously I'm not going <laughs> I'm not going far to look for anything right now. But again, if I was single, I don't know if I, I you know me though, Terry. You know I'm scared of everything. I don't even want to do Tinder, let alone across the damn globe. So for me personally, it ain't working because I'm a chicken and I ain't flying the damn near no country that I don't know shit about. Probably don't even speak the language to go deal with so and so because you might be the killer. I think the killer is down the street, let alone across the, across the globe. So you already know me, girl. I ain't going, I would never do it personally. I mean, hey, live your best life. I'm not judging, but it ain't for me. But what do you think? Well, when I found out that this was going to be our topic, I, I hadn't watched it, really. My Okay, the reason I chose this topic, I will shout out my mother. My mother, <laughs> well, She's obsessed with 90 Day Fiance. She loves it. So, but now I it, I it, it get me thinking, though. It's, it's a true situation. And I just figured, hey, let's talk about it this week. Well, now I see why. Like, I started, mm-hmm. like, well, I was listening to it at work today. And the, the, the first lady that came on there is from Palm Beach County, which is like here. Where, yeah, where I live, close to where you live. Mm-hmm. And he, was talking about how she, I think she was like 26, 27, loves older men. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, she has a singing career, which a lot of them do. I was like, not shocked. But <laughs> Okay. Prerequisite. <laughs> you got to want to be a singer. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, yes, I am so independent. She's like, but I like to be around like a sugar baby. I mean, she didn't say it, but like you could tell. And they asked her the oldest guy she ever dated, and he was 85. Oh, okay. And Nicole Smith. Yeah. So she ended up falling in love with a guy in Jordan, which I don't know where that is. I was going to look at it, but my phone's on airplane mode. Do you know where exactly Jordan is? Um, yes, it's very far. Very <laughs> far. Uh, my cousin has a friend who's from Jordan. I know as far as hell. That's all I know. Yeah, far as hell. Okay, far as you hell. You know me. I don't need, I don't do past a five-hour flight, so my ass will not be going to Jordan anytime soon. If you're listening from Jordan, hey, thank you for listening. We maybe with the event. No, I was going to say, maybe with the event planes that like, get you there in three hours. I don't know what they got invent, but not me, girl. You know me. Yeah, and you can tell that she was a very opinionated woman. Like, kind of like myself, who just like, fuck. No, you? Yeah. Just like, oh, talks with no and then I'm like, well, I don't give a shit. It's what I felt. And mm-hmm. she is moving to Jordan to be with him. And mm-hmm. apparently they it's the type of country that doesn't respect women's opinions at all. Like women are kind of garbage. So like, how do you think that's going to go down? But it's near. Uh, and I was I was pretty sure this, but I wanted to look it up before I spoke. It's near um, like Lebanon, Israel, Iraq all of that. So what you're saying doesn't surprise me based on the culture, but go on. And she, you know, historically she's dated a man up to 85 years old is actually moving to be with somebody younger than her. So that hooked me right away. And I'm like, "Ah, you switched up the whole dynamic and they're apparently so in love. We'll find out how it goes in the season. But then the second woman also moved to a country where women aren't respected the way that they are here in America, which was kind of interesting. She went to India 
and mm-hmm. got kind of effed over. So I don't know what the deal is with these people. I honestly, it was it's it was very kind of sad to see for the second one. I had told you that she found out that he was married and had an arranged marriage. I was gonna say, but in a lot of other countries, it's not uncommon for men to have multiple wives. So I don't think it was a polygamy situation though. Like I think it was yeah. like a I I mean, this is not a Warren Jeffs Utah situation. I mean, but what do you think? Like would you ever consider like meeting some Okay, here. I'll give you this. I know I don't think you watch, but do you watch Teen Mom? All right. I used to. Okay, so I still watch it. I don't watch it, like, religiously, but I do catch up with it when I got shit to watch. I'll, like, turn it on. So in this last episode, Amber, she, Amber Portwood, she is one of the original OGs from 16 and Pregnant, blah, blah, blah. You know, she's had a lot of dating, drama, whatever. That's besides the point. Now she's dating a guy who's from Germany, matter of fact. So he came, he's here on a work visa, and he's staying with her. Now he doesn't speak a lot of English. It's very broken English. And they're dating. She likes. Nobody can huh? talk back to her. You know I remember yeah. Amber. She doesn't yeah, want to you know in her mouth. Yes. And I yeah, <laughs> and I'm not gonna talk shit about Amber, but my thing is, so she's even doing it. And my thing would be for me personally, I don't think I could do it because like I said, I think everybody's a killer. <laughs> yeah. And so that would be my main issue. But do you think that people are doing it? Like I was trying to say earlier, like, do you think men are f- trying to look for other women because women here in America have become too independent? Maybe we, you know, I, okay, here, I'll read something to you. I was looking online. So I was reading certain comments by people, just like their thoughts, just, just random people, nobody famous or important. So one guy said, or I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, one guy said, American women are all about me, me, me. While foreign women, especially third world Asian women, are more about us, us, us. Asian women are family focused. You'll never see an Asian woman put her, her, I'm sorry, you'll never see an Asian woman put her age parents in a nursing home. Some cynics will say that Asian women are just looking for money and a better life, but that tends to be universal among all women. Do you agree? Hell no. And I, I can attest to this. Okay, tell me, share. I live with a roommate my mom's age for years. I remember, yeah. Yeah, she was from Thailand. The best roommate I've ever had in my life. Her kids were overseas. She moved to America to have a better life, but she was like looking, she was looking for money. Mm-hmm. She and I had asked her, I said, Oh, would you ever date like for this? And she's like, No, what am I gonna do? Eat fast food every day and we're gonna go to McDonald's and then die together of heart disease? That was not what she was af- after. Like, she had a mission for her life. Yeah, she had a purpose and like she mm-hmm. was going to get it and she had a goal. So it's like funny to see or hear that that's, I mean, did, were they ordering a mail order bride? Because that would probably be. I don't know. Again, I was just kind of surfing. Just I just want to see what people were thinking. Another woman said, American men often fall in traditional male roles and often opt for hook, opt for hookups over marriage. My husband, this is her speaking, my husband proposed to me within 10 months of our first date. If an Asian man thinks you are marriage material, he will not hesitate to commit to you. If he decides you're not marriage material, he will let you go so you are free to find another man. To me, that's much more honest. That's a much more honest approach than stringing a woman along for years, than tossing her aside once her youth has been used up. 
And I have to say, she ain't wrong. I was going to say, in America, okay, like I do know in a lot of other countries, it does kind of work like that. We're like, you know, the whole like how we do it here in America where we date for five years, ten, you know, all this, and you know, no. In other countries, you date them, you ask for their hand in marriage, and you're pretty much are walking down the aisle or you're set up to be married, one or the other kind of thing. So does she have a point where maybe she went, and I'm assuming it's because she went and, uh, you know, she agrees with finding love in other places because men here maybe, are they just stringing us along? Are they just using us up and waiting for our eggs to fry up and be dead and then dumping us? <laughs> eggs to fry up. I don't know, girl. I'm just saying. I don't think that's, that's not what. There's no right or wrong answer. We're just no, having a conversation. There is definitely an answer. The answer is they're always looking for something that's better. That is the. I would really just going to say that. The American thing is that there's something better out there. So I shouldn't settle for this. And then they. Which kind of goes into what we, we were going to kind of talk about, but did it FOMO fear of missing out. Like you feel like you're missing out on the next best thing. Yeah. And that's the problem is like, I can't commit to you because some phantom woman that I saw in a porno two years ago, she might be at the bar and that mm-hmm. might be my soulmate. Mm-hmm. Like that is that is what's going That's on. That's the problem. Yeah. I, I think you hit it on the head, girl. Ding, ding, ding. You get a prize. They wait for the next. And then they find out that the next, like, you know, Missy with the Facebook profile and the Instagram account. All the photos are edited. She shows up and you don't even know who the fuck that is. So the grass is not always greener on the other side. But it, I think it's given people, it's it's like put blinders on where they're like, I will not accept anything but this. But that what? doesn't exist. So it's not letting them open themselves up to something that's actually real. Yes. And I was going to say, last thing I'll say on this is, you know, kind of piggybacking off of you is exactly that where I think we're all guilty men and women where we have this list of you got to have this, you got to have this, you have to do this and make this much money and live in this, you know, we have this list and, you know, I think we're all guilty of it. And unfortunately, I think we do close off a lot of people because, hey, maybe he or she didn't check off number two and three, but they checked off three, four and five, six and seven, but you're choosing to ignore that because maybe one or two wasn't checked off, you know? And like you said, that fear, well, hey, well, maybe, you know, Susie doesn't check it off, but maybe Macy or Mary, whatever you said, uh, Missy might check it off for the next one and then the next one and the next one. It also makes me think, last thing I'll say, I I don't know if you ever saw the movie, Why Did I Get Married? It's a Tyler Perry movie, which I love. Um, I'll never forget when one of the husbands, I forget his name in the movie, he is basically having an affair on his wife and the guys are kind of telling him like, dude, don't mess your marriage up. Like you've been married for a long time. Like, you know, let me tell you about the 80, 20 rule. And this I've never forgotten because it makes perfect sense. So when you're in something, you know, when you're in a relationship, you're never going to ever get a hundred percent because either you're feeling down, the person's feeling down, you know, you're always going to be having those, you're going to get about 80% of a person because People have other things going on in their lives. It's not always just about you. So when you're only getting 80% and then you look over and you see all of a sudden you see a 20%, but that 20% is looking real good because you're only getting 80% over here. You're like, oh shit, let me jump ship because that's looking real hot. But then once you jump ship, you realize, oh, this is only a 20 and I was getting 80% over there. And then it's damn late kind of thing. And it kind of goes back to what we were saying where the grass ain't always greener, honey. So moral of this story is... I think you hit it on the head. I think we have a lot of FOMO here and 
people are just trying to look for the next best thing. And you, I think you lose out on a lot of good things. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're all guilty of it, but I, I, oh, yeah. I guess it's, I don't know. Yeah. Way worse these days with all this internet going around. My dad did not have this problem. My grandpa didn't have this problem. They didn't mm-hmm. have they didn't have options and temptations in their face. Nope. But- oh, I, we've, you and I have had that conversation. I mean, yes, it's a different world nowadays where you, as you know, you know, you're in the dating scene. You swipe right, swipe left, up and down, you know, east, yeah. west. There's yeah, options there's everywhere. Nothing. Yeah. And if it's not, you know, Facebook, Instagram, t- uh, what is it? Uh, Tinder, Hinge, uh, WhatsApp. Uh, what's that other one? KitKat. I don't freaking know. There's a million of them. Yeah. You name it. They're all out there. So who, how can you keep up? You can. But, but on a high note, strip clubs are reopening. <laughs> Thank goodness. Because I think these boys are about to lose their mind. I don't know. But me too. I love to go look at some titties. You know me. People are freaking out, but I just want to read this one part because it was so funny. I don't know why people are freaking out because guys have been rolling the dice with strippers ever since the beginning of time. So what's the big deal now? Just when we got to Rona? <laughs> I thought it was so funny. They've been deprived. Oh, I've you heard, know it. Yeah. I've heard a couple say that are that are married. First thing I'm doing, going to strip club. You know what I say? These hoes ain't loyal, y'all. But it's not going to be that great. Yeah, it ain't the strip club y'all are used to. So get it together. Yeah. So we were reading about it earlier today. (laughs) So the strippers, oh, I'm sorry. So down in Palm Beach County, they have to be wearing or they have to serve food. So to come into the strip club, you have to be eating and buying an entree in order to operate. And the strippers are no longer strippers. They're hostesses now. So they have to wear masks. You have to wear a mask. And uh, they're so also going to be doing temperature checks. Like, you know. Oh, hell no. Our job. You got to check the customers. There's going to be no lap sitting. You can't even shake anybody's hand. You basically just got to jiggle those, those titties with your mask. From afar? From afar. I like, hope everybody's playing nurse. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, okay. I, they, if you, if you're like, are they sanitizing the pole? Oh, I want to But they Ooh. always were supposed to be doing that. Thank goodness. Shit. But, well, y'all, if y'all want to get to the strip club, go ahead. But that sounds, but the like thing a is, you gotta support your local strippers. That's, yeah. If you're a strip club regular, you know what? Go in there with your mask on and throw, throw some money. Because imagine these women have been out of work for months. Oh, yeah. It's hard for the strippers right now. Yeah. It's hard for anybody. Honestly, like all BS aside, Any it's money? hard for anybody in the industry of, um, what's that called? Like when you serve people? Um, Bartenders? <laughs> no. The hospitality. Oh, Sorry. My wine, my wine was kicking in. What? Service industry. Service industry, hospitality, whatever. My wine started to kick in. Okay, girl. I'm going to bottle down. But um, so, yes. Like I said, not anybody who's in that service in the service industry, hospitality industry, yes, please go out there and support your locals because it has got to be rough for these people right now. I could not imagine 
you know, one minute you're working and the next minute Rona freaking hit and you had, you were out of a job. And this was not like a recession where we had time to, and also we didn't have, you know, at least when there was a recession coming, you're like, okay, you know, you can prepare yourself, you know, shit's getting worse by the day. Now this just was like one minute we were good and one minute the country was shut down. So there was no time for people to prepare. And like most Americans, people live paycheck to paycheck. So I can imagine people have been struggling like hell. So yes, please support all your local strip clubs, restaurants, bars, you know, takeouts, carryouts, whatever, just support them because they got families to feed too, man. Well, here's another thing that people don't realize about the strip club industry is, you know, they make a lot of tips, mm-hmm. but they live a different type of life. So they might spend money a little bit faster. You know what I mean? So then mm-hmm. they're like, they don't even qualify for the Trump check is what I'm getting at. Because you had to make, I think, under what, seventy, seventy-five thousand dollars. It was seventy-four thousand, if I remember correctly. Some shit like that, and then mm-hmm. they're out of work for months. Yeah, but they're no, yeah. too fast money. So it's like, holy shit, they didn't expect fucking Corona. That's insane. Nope. nope. So and that's- like I said, even people that are not strippers and just people in general. I mean, it's it's a rough world out here for a good percentage of the country where they do live paycheck to paycheck. So I'm sure this hit a lot of people hard. So yes, please support all your local everything because they need it now more than ever. This is not the time to be cheap and holding out. If you can, if you're lucky enough or you're blessed to have a job. Yeah. If you have a job and you're still have an income, please give to all the locals community and however you see fit, you know, whatever you see, but please go out and spend some money. If you can, even a little bit, every little bit helps on those titties, baby. Terry says on the titties, do it. Weekly reviews. Right. Who's the right? We talked a lot this week. We are almost getting close to over an hour, but we know y'all love it. So we'll just keep on going. Your weekly reviews. I think they're really funny this week. And I think they're funny because I pulled them. Yes. <laughs> Terry was I, real busy, y'all. I was really busy. You know, Vanessa's but It's okay. That's why we're a team. We support yeah. each other. I was working from the office. I'm taking the rest of the week off, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's why she did this. She, she didn't do it for the goodness of being a friend to me. Don't get it twisted. Whatever. I what? set her up for like a week, but go ahead. I loved the reviews that she pulled. I don't know where the fuck you got these from. Let me let me preface it by saying that. Hey, okay. I had a day. I didn't realize how much work. By the way, I hope you guys do appreciate these reviews because this oh, is usually carrying. Yes. Okay. I just want to touch on that real quick. I had to, because this is normally Terry's section of the show or the episode, whatever you want to call it. So I just always say, Hey girl, you got your reviews. And she always has them in ready. But today, um, I was like, Hey, you got your reviews. She's like, um, you know, she had a lot going on at work. No big deal. Whatever. So I said, I got you. I will get it. I'm thinking like, you know, go read some shit. I'll have a review in two minutes. No, man, you got to dig for these reviews, but go ahead. I think I did okay for my first yeah, I think I did okay for my first uh, review search. Oh, these are good. Okay, so the first one. This one is called, Where is My Belly Button? A baby book. Do not buy this book. You can see the ending right on the cover. This book is completely misleading. The entire plot revolves around finding baby's belly button. The title makes this much clearer from the beginning. However, there's no mystery. There is no twist. 
baby's belly button is right where it's supposed to be on baby's stomach, right where it clearly shows you on the cover of this book. This plot is a complete mess as a result of its reliance on the mystery of where the belly button is. Everything falls apart. The second you realize that the belly button was in plain sight all along, there is no conflict. There's no character development. And there is scarcely any plot. Whoever wrote this book must have a serious error in judgment because you would have have to be an infant to not immediately understand where the baby's belly button is. This is one of the worst pieces of literature I have ever read. As Terry would say, they big mad. And they big mad, but uh, I mean, you a pedophile. Why are you reading a baby book? I know. And like, you know, when I, when I was reading it, that's why I had to share it with everybody. It's a baby book. Like, what did they expect uh, to find in here? Uh, it's kind of like, got your nose. Yes. Now, this, I'm like, it's a baby book. Here's my theory. Either you're a pedophile and you thought that there was a fucking belly button in space or you hate the author. And that's why you would write some garbage like this. But it was. I know. That's a lot to say about a baby book. A, a fucking baby book. That the baby ain't reading. I was shook. Anyway. I was shook. So, next. Amazon waterproof Kindle case. I got this for my mother-in-law for bath time, hoping that it would be crap, that her Kindle would slip out an electrocutor. But so far, this bloody thing has been staying in one piece. Great for waterproof kindling. Crap for murder. Yeah. I know. I just saw this. I was like, damn, you cold-blooded as hell. Cold-blooded. I think this last one's my favorite. Same. This one's for Veet, for men's hair removal. Clearly, this guy put it on his asshole. I'm going to preface this for you. He put this Veet on his asshole. I didn't even know they made Veet for men. Me either. He said, makes my farts sound louder. The hair must have acted as an interlocking silencer. I give this a big thumbs up. Five out of five. Yeah. He was pumped about his farts. Rip it, baby. Rip it. I loved it. So. All right. Are we done for the week? I guess we are. And I have one more thing that I wanted to add. Um, This is for all our Florida listeners. If you're looking for any real estate, uh, any realtors in the state of Florida, we have a great realtor that we want to refer you guys to. His name is George Fernandez. His cell phone number is area code 305-575-9281. And his email address is george underscore Fernandez at msn.com. And he covers the Palm Beach, Broward, Dade, and Monroe County. They're all, he will cover other counties if, ne- if it's necessary. So please contact George if you're looking for any realtor needs, questions. Again, his phone number is 305-575-9281. With all that said, I just want to go ahead and thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please leave us a five-star review. If you hated it, walk the fuck away. And don't think exactly. that four-star review. We saw it. Amen. Anyways, girl, if you are not already following us on social media, please find us on Instagram at girl underscore y underscore podcast and Facebook and Twitter at girl y podcast. 
Thanks again. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Girl Why. Have a great week. Bye. Bye, y'all.